first question is from Di and I'm going to read this. It's a big question, so bear with me. After never having to go to HR in the 15 years with my employer, I finally had to lodge a complaint when my new male boss decided I was unable to wear a leather skirt to work. He had no issue with the style or lengths, but just the fact that it was leather. He had no HR policy to support his decision and I'd worn the skirt for five years with no issues. I found his decision to be biased and potentially discriminatory in nature. And while I felt it was a frivolous thing to burden HR, I also felt I needed to fight the decision. HR overturned his decision. They even conducted a pub test of the skirt in question. However, he is yet to apologise or acknowledge the outcome. Needless to say, every woman in my workplace thought me fighting and winning was a win for us all. Oh, this is just like, like why did he think that he had the right to police the material that someone was wearing? That's essentially <laughs> what this is. It does make me laugh. And I can imagine it's a very uncomfortable dynamic to have this happen where you're being critiqued yeah. on the fabric of your skirt. Yeah, and, like, I'm sure it's it sounds like it was a bit of a principle thing too of, like, I may not even love this skirt that much and probably would, you know, wouldn't mind not wearing it again. But, like, no, you can't do this and I'm going to prove it. And I kind of like that attitude that she's taken there of I'm not just going to do this the easy way and stop wearing it. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's this tricky thing when you do decide, you know what, I'm not going to just cop that. I'm going to go and talk to HR and then you kind of expect your manager to come back to you and say, hey, look, yeah, sorry, I realised that I was wrong. Mm. It's a really tough thing when you raise an issue like this and you get the outcome you want, but then your manager doesn't acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. And the the thoughts that I had on this one was was, first of all, well done. I think good on you for standing up for yourself and potentially other people in the workplace. But I don't know that if there's no acknowledgement already, I don't know if it's going to come. This manager may just be deciding to ignore it and move on or they may be holding a grudge <laughs> and are going to move on. So I, I kind of thought just be careful, that make sure that they don't retaliate against you in some way and I'd be keeping an eye out for that. One of the things that I would encourage and I'd be keen to know your thoughts on this, Sarah, because especially if you disagree, it's really helpful for listeners mm. to see that. For me, if this happened and I was in this scenario and my manager had come to me and said, my skirt's inappropriate when I know it's not and I go then to HR to get that decision overturned, I would be actually going back to that manager and saying, hey, look, I think it'd be good if we just chat this through, what happened mm. with this whole skirt issue. And I know it might seem like it's a bit over the top, but for me, I'd be wanting to just say, clear the air on it and go, hey, yeah. look, I just need to talk about that. For me, I felt like that was a biased decision and I want to talk mm. to you and unpack what was it for you that made you feel that that was inappropriate because when I've talked to HR, they've clarified that it's fine. So can we just unpack this? And it just gives an opportunity to close the loop on some of the awkwardness that's there. Yeah, or even just opening the or giving the feedback even to that manager to say, I felt like I had no other option because you weren't willing to discuss this with me in the first place. And potentially saying that if there's an issue in the future, I really hope that we can, you can actually hear my side of the story because I, I don't want to have to bring other people into this if we don't need to in the future. That's such a good point of just clarifying that, hey, like we can work this out. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to escalate it. But in this scenario, the only option for Di was that she she did need to escalate it because this person yep. wasn't coming to the party to have that conversation. 
Yeah. And potentially can, I guess, clear the air where that manager might be thinking, oh, what else are they going to talk to HR about or those biases that might come up for them. It would allow you to address that head on. Absolutely. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, shall we move to the next one? Yes, this was another comment or not really a question, a comment, I guess. Dom says, HR are there to protect the company, not you. And there were some comments underneath this as well where other people were really chiming in and agreeing. Joanne said, yes, this is an important lesson to learn and I hope the episode touches on this. Well, good news, Joanne. Nicole (laughs) says, also would be interested in this. It has been mine and others' experience. And then Anne said as well, I've heard and experienced this. I didn't know this happens until I worked for a toxic company with Toxic Boys Club HR. Oh, do you get this, Shell, of the HRs for the company, not for you? Yeah, totally. And I empathise with Dom as he's put this out there and there was a lot of likes in the Facebook community on this one, so I get the sense that people agree and want us to talk about it. For me, Sarah, there is a few things. So number one, it comes down to HR's reputation. HR has had a reputation of being the disciplinarian. Yes. It's kind of like going to the principal's office. Like people feel like, oh, if I have to talk to HR, I'm going to the principal's office. And so I totally understand Mm. the view that, well, they're there for the company, not the employees. Yeah. Particularly traditional HR has kind of come from that place of being personnel and all they really did was employee relations and payroll potentially. So there wasn't really any focus on proactivity or culture or positive things. So maybe that is just a bit of a hangover from old HR. Yeah. And I think as HR professionals, we have to take ownership over that and say, Mm. well, yeah, we need to change that reputation. It's on us to make sure that we actually communicate the purpose of HR. And for me, HR is not about being a disciplinarian. It's not about doing all the stuff that the leaders don't want to do, like ending people's employment. Good HR is actually about building an amazing culture and employee experience so that people thrive and the company achieves its goals. Yeah, exactly. Of looking at the company goals and saying, how do I help the company meet those goals? How do we get there? What are all the things that are stopping us at the moment and how do we fix those issues and and build an environment where achieving that is possible? I have a, an interesting anecdote here. I found a couple of years ago when I was single and on the dating apps that you know how some of them list your job or you have your job title on there? I had to change it from HR to something else that was like unclear what my job title was. And I got more matches as not HR. No way. Yeah. People really have a massive stigma against HR and it's horrible. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's horrible. But you know what? HR have to own that and we have to change it up Mm. and be different to what we've been in the past. And I think it comes down to trust. The 
employees, and this is so prevalent everywhere I have worked or clients that I work with, employees don't trust HR. Mm. And so how do HR teams change that? And this could be a rant in and of itself and I won't go down the rabbit hole with it. But I guess what I'm trying to say to Dom and to Joanne and Nicole and Anne who all, all contributed is if you have a good solid HR team, they are not there to protect the company. They're there to help the company grow and get the right people in the right roles. That's what they do. And it's really starting to go, okay, well, what assumptions am I making? Mm. What assumptions am I making about the HR team? Am I thinking this because of the bad reputation or do I actually have evidence to support this? Does this HR team, are they trustworthy? Is that people and culture leader someone that I think I could have a confidential conversation with and it not get back out to everyone? Yeah, and and just even the day-to-day kind of interactions you have with your HR team of, oh, HR's here, we better stop having fun. If other people start doing that, you can kind of pick that up without actually having anything to back up. Like, well, they've never told you off for anything. Why, you know, where does that actually come from? So I think it is good to question some of those assumptions. But look, I've definitely worked with HR practitioners who have a pretty old school approach and who do say, you know, stop people in the hallway and say, you shouldn't be wearing that top. And you're like, oh God, this is not helping our reputation. So I get where it comes from, but just give us a chance. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's testing. So working out, how do you test those assumptions? Well, sometimes you need to be brave. And if you've got a live issue, Mm. let's say that you've noticed a form of harassment or bullying, something significant in your organisation, and you think, this is something I might need to take to HR. But if you're reserved because you think, well, HR is there to protect the company and this is going to actually put me under fire, mm. I'd encourage you to test the assumption. Yeah. Why not go, and this and people can, don't realise they can go do this, but why not go to your HR person and say, hey, look, I'd love to have a confidential conversation with you about some mm. things I'm seeing in the workplace. Can we do that? And they'll tell you up front, no worries, we can do that. Or they might may say, look, we can have that discussion, but if there's things in, in this conversation that you're going to raise that are alarming or that they raise for me that there's some big problems, then we are going to need to escalate it. Well, then you can make your decision based on that. 